Hello and welcome back to Speedrun, the fast-talking video game podcast where we talk about pretty much anything that we find interesting in the gaming world in around 10 to 15 minutes per episode, except not today. Not today? Not today, because today in this 20-minute long megasode, yeah, that's <gasps> a megasode, we're talking about Sanic. So we're I'm talking Jamie. Sanical Hedgeman? I'm we're Jazzy. And joining us today is the one, the only. G, you there? <laughs> oh. Oh. Ah, sorry, I actually, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize I accidentally hit my mute button. Okay, real talk, should I leave that pause in the edit? Can you just leave it? We're rolling just with it. Just leave it. it. Oh. We're rolling with it. Hello, Beautiful. G to the next level. Yes. Welcome to Speedrun. <laughs> How are you doing, Great. G? I am doing very well. Thank you. We are we're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> you are all good. We are really excited to have you on the show tonight. Oh, great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Always. 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 Thank you. G, you are a YouTuber behind the G The Next Level YouTube channel. Uh, back when I was running the Stuff We Say podcast, which uh, will have episodes re-released via the Speedrun channel coming January, every Tuesday. Uh, I had you on there twice. You are mm -hmm. a former admin of the Houston Retro Gamers group. Yes, sir. And your wife is on record for saying that you play a mean game of Dr. Mario. Oh, Totally. Basically, it's one of the few puzzle games that I can actually hold a candle against my wife at. <laughs> and sometimes win. But what many may know you for best, and I do put this disclaimer, because you have to put this disclaimer much like I have to do with YouTubing. You're not a Sonic tuber. Correct. But you are well known for your massive Sonic collection. Yes. Definitely a Sonic fan. Been since 91. Still will continue to be probably until I die, but yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. And as we know, Sonic stuff is... The reception can be rather mixed at times, and the fan base can be a little mm, toxic. <laughs> wow. I didn't think you were going to go for that, but here we are. It's just going right for the jugular, huh? <laughs> Hello, comment section. <laughs> mm, I can taste the ad revenue. But... With that, uh, there's a lot of Sonic games that have been poorly received over the years that we actually enjoy, all of us. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to, to there's so many, there's so many wild variations on just how good or not good the Sonic games are. That there are some that just kind of either get, you know, inappropriately said that they are bad when they're actually really fun. It's true. Absolutely. And as always, I, I think before I start the timer and we go into today's topic, Guilty Pleasure Sonic Games, even though we explained why the, the term Guilty Pleasure might not be accurate because I don't think any of us feel guilty about liking video games of any sort. It's true. No. Today's topic is Guilty Pleasure Sonic Games. And instead of a 10 minute timer today, I'm setting a 20 minute timer. So starting off. Uh, gee, you have an extensive knowledge of the Sonic franchise. What would you say is the earliest case of a Sonic game that is poorly received by the masses that you actually think is pretty fun? Ooh, the earliest case, and probably today's the strongest case, I would say, is Sonic Spinball. 
I think it just really comes down to Sonic Spinball to me is one of my I'm now I love pinball like in the arcade, but I'm going to be completely honest. I've never really been that big into video pinball. So when something like Sonic Spinball comes around and where the boards are just so creative, encouraging you to to go through and explore the entire stage to find all the chaos emeralds and you have to activate this particular lever and go and go. And then to me, I think the music is even though it might not have been, you know, translated to Genesis the best way through gems, but I think it's great. And it's, it's a challenging game. It's hard and you have to practice. You're going to die a lot. And that's why I think a lot of the hate for it really comes down to is that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's just too hard. I was like, well, if you practice, then you might be able to one CC it like me. Nice. I, I love day. that. Like me. <laughs> like me. <laughs> on a good day. Let me put an asterisk on that. On a good day. <laughs> well, and I, I think the thing with Spinball as well is it's very arcadian nature. It is. It is, totally. Because we're talking about a game that's, what, four boards long, four levels long. It has to it's be Oh, on, um, just to make sure, I'm talking about the Genesis version, not the not the Game Gear slash Master System version. That one's actually bad. <laughs> yeah, that well, that one's barely playable. <laughs> But the Genesis version, yeah, you know, I think I'm on the same boat here, you know. I don't know, I, I have fond memories of playing it uh, via the, the Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good game. Jazzy, how about you? You ever play pen, uh, Sonic Spinball? You know, I played it on the, uh, the Sega Genesis uh, collection. I forget the exact title of it. On the, um, on the Xbox 360 that came out. Back uh, before that's a, I had that's the one. Yes, oh, yeah, back that's the ultimate Genesis collection. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. Back before I turned to dust, um, I played Spinball on there, and I I really liked it. Uh, it definitely suffered from the whole like the the poor Genesis processor goes when there's too many things happening on the screen, and it's like, ooh, I can hear the processor just like screaming out in pain. But when it wasn't <laughs> chugging, I really liked it. Would you say it's about making the pl- the processor just blast away? <laughs> uh, the processor yeah. was certainly getting blasted, all right. Oh. <laughs> and I, I think we're in the same boat. Uh, I know I'm I'm infamously the person who defended both Sonic R and Sonic Forces, uh, the latter of those twice. But I think moving forward in time, Sonic R also gets too much flack, in my opinion. What are y- what are y'all's thoughts? Uh, I love... Mm, this is one where I might be a little bit different on, because like, I love the concept of Sonic R, and just basically the concept and the idea and the graphics are excellent. Like, and for a music. Saturn game, they are outstanding graphics. Truly. But it's just, the gameplay is just, it's so stiff. That's 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 like the turning is just way too stiff for something like a Sonic game for me to really like it. But at the same time, you can't deny it's amazing soundtrack. You can't. It literally is the reason to play that game is the soundtrack. You know I what? totally agree. Or the even, biggest reason. Even if I disagree, I can see your point here. Look at this respectful discussion on the internet. Look I know this. about Sonic. About, about Sonic. Sonic. Anyways, here's a 20-page backstory to my OC. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my take on Sonic R. Uh, I was not a huge fan of the gameplay itself. Love the soundtrack, but I'm going to approach this from the perspective of an audio producer. And this is very much like a similar problem I had with Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, which I know, I know, I know, I know. Get your pitchforks ready. I'm ready for it. 
Oh no, the, I, 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 I'm, I'm like, I'm listening. You have yeah, my I, attention. I, I, I'm interested. <laughs> As an audio producer, it bugs me because it's so quiet. Because in Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, there's a very obvious lack of soundtrack a lot of the time. And then um, Sonic R, it's all soundtrack, and all you hear is the... Like the footsteps? The foot sound. Yeah. Yeah, because in a racing game, I expect to hear like... That's supposed to be like a gear shift, what you just heard. My really bad impression of. Um, But it's... You don't. It's just you hear like the little pitter-patter of hedgehog footfalls. And it's like, this is weird. You know, it doesn't give that sense of going fast. You know, you expect to hear like the wind going past you or like something, you know? Yeah, because correct me if I'm wrong, Robotnik doesn't have a sound either. We play no, a sound, right? No. Yeah, and that's no. extra weird because it's in a ship. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, shouldn't he have like little spaceship noises? You know, he just have the sound effects from Space Cadet Pinball whenever he's steering around. <laughs> he totally should, though. He could at least have had the sound, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like the Jetson sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sonic modders make it happen. Sonic <laughs> Modders make it happen. No, what we need is uh, running Eggman without his ship so we can see his long spandex-covered legs just, like, chicken running across the stage. <laughs> no, I think that's a good segue into Sonic Adventure 2, I still think is great. Oh, it's yeah. a great game. Like, it's, it's got classic. a lot of hate, free, but, like, you can see Eggman's long, beautiful spandex-coated legs... Jazzy's must-have inclusion for any great Sonic game in the Chow Gardens. By the way, Chow Garden. It was Chow great Garden. in SA1. Better in SA2. Uh, especially if you, you hook know, it up to a GBA. That's interesting, Jamie, that you say that you, you hear people hating on Sonic Adventure 2, and I'm just like, really? I don't, I don't really see that a lot. I see people defending it like maybe a little too much sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. there are some very major flaws with oh, the game, absolutely. but most people, I've, most people I talk to don't. I'm like, that's interesting that you see people actually hating on it. I've only ever heard people like pouring out love for it. And I think yeah. why that is, is because you look at SA2 versus um, Sonic 06, which are not too far away in terms of release date. And right. it's, you know, it's very obvious to see that SA2 is head and shoulders above Sonic 06, as we all know. That being said, it's still very glitchy and awkward to control and everything. But while being kind of awkward, it's fun. And even though the GameCube visually looks really weird because it it was originally made to run on a Dreamcast. And on the Dreamcast, it looks fantastic. You know, it's one of those things where it's just like it is a good game. It's a fantastic game in comparison to one of its peers. I think it's one of those situations. I can see that. I think a lot of people for Sonic Adventure 2, and I can I can tell you this for because I married one that has this kind of outlook on Sonic. Her first Sonic game was Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the Dreamcast. That game sold yeah. like gangbusters. I think it was a lot of people's gateway into the Sonic franchise. I really think it was. Kind of like how Sonic 2 was on the Genesis. I think that those those two games are kind of the apex. It's kind of like what you would see with people with Final Fantasy 7 or Tales of Symphonia or I guess even to an extent The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. These were a lot of people's first gateways into the franchise and so they hold it a little bit closer and dear to them because of nostalgia. So 
It's like I totally understand G. that, but I will still defend Sonic Adventure 2 to this day. I, however, I'm hoping that for the 30th anniversary, I'm hoping that we get a remake of the original Sonic Adventure, uh, not two, because I think two still holds up well. It's the first one that needs a full-on remake because it was really good, but its flaws are just ooh, it's rough to play today. I am so sorry that I almost interrupted you in there. I was literally about to say halfway through that before you said the remaster. I was literally about to say like, please come on the show more because you have amazing opinions. Yeah, <laughs> I, you, 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 you act like these know. are going to be hot takes, but no, I'm like, nah, I, I I'm kind of vibing with what you're saying, man. I'm very these much are, so vibing. These are hot takes in the regards where they're like a warm like stack of flapjacks at Denny's at three in the morning. They're that kind of hot. <laughs> They're like yummy and good. They're good takes. Mm. Yeah, like th- this is hot, like a, a nice piping hot cup of hot cocoa. Mm. <laughs> Do you mind if I put a little bit of juicy syrup on top of that hot stack? All of it. Ooh, all of it. Oh, absolutely. I'd say, personally, one of my favorite Sonic games in recent years is Sonic Lost World in the Wii U. That's Ooh. and that's one that really gets a lot of hate, and it's like part of it. I'm just like I I understand, I get it. It's not a traditional Sonic game, and I get it. But kind of from the very beginning, it was really shown to be that it wasn't going to be a traditional Sonic game. It's not just about speed as much anymore. A lot of it is about careful platforming. A lot of it is about exploration. The world is strange, but it's because of that strange world and how gorgeous it is that I, I couldn't stop playing it. Like when I finally got a Wii U and I finally got a chance to play Lost World for the first time, I couldn't stop playing it because I thought, this is great. And most people say it's like, oh, it's just a rip off of Super Mario Galaxy. And I'm like, yeah, and? And? <laughs> it is a little yeah. bit, but it still, it still oddly feels like a Sonic game. But it's just that much. And I know, I know, Jamie, you've talked about it before on stuff we play about how you, you literally couldn't play Sonic yeah, Lost World. And that's unfortunate. To, to go into this, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what it is, and this isn't something that happened as a kid, but as I get older, like, I notice that there's sections in games where, like, the screen spins around a lot. Oh, just give me a frickin' headache, and I'll have to put it down. Mm-hmm. And I have that problem. Because Lost World, the voice acting, on point. Sonic's, Sonic typically has very great voice acting in this game. The writing, typically. on point, even if I think the Deadly Six is very one-dimensional. The graphics, yeah, easily yeah. one of the, the most colorful vibrant games on the Wii U. It looks it's great. Gorgeous. I love both the Yoshi's Island and the Knights DLC and the fact that Yoshi's Island and Knights are something that are referenced in the same game. I know, but, it's like, when you think about it, it's just like, wow, that Knights actually got mentioned in something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's just kind of that's just kind of Sega as a whole. It's just like, it, when people say, oh, Sega completely ignores all the rest of their IPs other than Sonic and Yakuza. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Because every now and then, they'll give us just like a little tiny snip. It's like, hey, hey, you like Billy Hatcher? Okay, there's a cameo of Billy Hatcher here. And it's like, oh, oh, you, you like Skies of Arcadia? Well, here's a tweet about Skies of Arcadia today. And I'm just like, that's nice and all, but you know new game <laughs> i'm gonna put on my nerd hat here uh everyone should know that at this point i'm the resident mmorpg nerd and i just wanted to throw it in there that sega's masterpiece fantasy star online uh they made very liberal references to like sonic and knights and a lot of their ips somehow wove yep. their way yeah. into pso and yep. uh, Happy Console Gamer, which is one of my favorite channels on YouTube. Hi, Johnny. That's a shout out. Oh, Hi, he's Johnny. Great. He's great. Uh, 
did this amazing video that got me like jazzed about Fantasy Star Online, more jazzed than I have been since I hooked up a keyboard to my GameCube. And I'm just like, ooh, ooh, I gotta get in on this. And then I saw like, there's the Opa Opa and then all these other references, I'm, I'm like, okay, this is really cool. Yeah. Uh, Sega really cares, especially in that era of like the Dreamcast GameCube era. You can tell like the care and the love that they put into their stuff. I think, you know, that's not that that's not something that a lot of companies can really say about their IPs. You know? Oh, also, totally. I agree. Also, we got Billy especially Hatcher for somebody who. Yes, we did. Sorry, as you were saying, G. Oh, no, 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 uh, that's fine. I was, just, I was just saying, especially for somebody like me who played every facet of Fantasy Star Online from Dreamcast to GameCube to Xbox to PC and probably soon again to Xbox One at some point for Fantasy Star Online 2. But yeah, it's just that they're more than that. I understand that. Could they dig into the well a little more? Oh, absolutely. And I hope that they do. But it's not to say that they don't completely ignore their past and especially when they happen to pop another game onto a different console that you totally would have never expected it which leads me into the next game i wanted to talk about which is sonic the hedgehog pocket adventure on neo geo pocket people hate yeah. on that one i've heard yeah, some people, people hate, hate on it, it. Oh. and I, I and i think a part of it is kind of justified just mainly for the fact that sonic is always kind of awkward on a vertical screen and i do get that because like between a vertical screen and like a horizontal screen or a square screen you know, more or less. It, it It is a little bit tricky to get used to, but I mean, it's nowhere near as bad as something like Sonic N, where it's like it's barely playable. Like To me, I love the Neo Geo Pocket version, even though I thought it was a little strange that they took the music from Sonic 3 to put it into Sonic 2. But the game plays great. I love its use of the uh, the, mic the micro switch uh, controller, the yeah. the, uh, the click stick D-pad. So you, you don't... It's hard to explain. It's the best just feeling the, Sonic has ever been on a handheld to me. It is. It's hard to explain without actually touching one of the micro switch D-pads that Neo Geo does. But playing Sonic with something like that, oh, it's 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 awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And I only wish that they had made more, but unfortunately, we only got one. Gee, go off because I'm gonna grab something real quick. Oh, go for <laughs> yes, it. <laughs> please go off. Uh, hey, everyone, it's me, Jazzy, and the co-host G. That's now our podcast. This is now the G and Jazzy Zone. Go off. Sweet. Ooh, I like that name, too. <laughs> G and Jazzy. The, the G and Jazzy Zone. G-Azzy. Right. G-Azzy. I do, um, The so, portable, okay. I just think that as a whole, like, a lot of portable Sonics just kind of get overlooked, too, even on the Game Gear. Because uh, one that, which, unfortunately, it was only there, and aside from maybe people, um doing their own kind of fan remakes on the Master System or fan hacks or however, was Sonic Triple Trouble, oh, I love which was so not much. a bad game, and it's not really a guilty pleasure. It's just one that I wanted to give a shout because it's like, I always get sad whenever there's a game that Sega has left behind on one console or in the case of, say, something like Golden Axe the Revenge of Death Adder, yeah. where it's left in the arcade and it never came home until 28 years later. It's like something like that, you know, and that's, that's kind of what happened to Sonic Triple Trouble. It's too good. And it also has one of my favorites, uh, tertiary characters in Sonic and uh, oh, Fang or yeah. Knack the Weasel. Going back to the Neo Geo Pocket Color, does that, do y'all want to know why Sonic Pocket Adventure is my favorite handheld Sonic games till? Mike. Go off. Let's just listen to the mic, to my mic for a sec. Sure. Y'all hearing this? Uh, now I am. I don't hear anything. Here, let me just... 
I'm I'm trying to pick up the sounds of the micro switch joystick. Just I hear oh, it. Oh, I gotcha. Beautiful yeah. sound. It's a beautiful. I sound. wish I had like, mine on me. I, I would I would have it with me too. It's in the other room. You know what we need to do? <laughs> I need to get another copy of this. And then, uh, I have two Neo Geo pockets. I unfortunately need to replace the screen on the other one because, uh, like on the Game Boy, they can just kind of die over time. But I have a link cable, so we could, you know, come up here and we can play the the two-player mode in Sonic Pocket Adventure. It'd be uh, the only people on YouTube to have ever done that, apparently. Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Um, I guess the, the one big one I have to talk about is Sonic Forces. Because Sonic Forces is not a bad game. I it's mean, not. The comment so section. <laughs> the let me let me hold on. Here's my keyboard. Here's the comment section. <laughs> just furiously typing away. But the thing is that like, let me, let me it's just not get a great that. Game. Let me let me just get that flame shield and just put it, you know, right here. Dang, that's a lot of ash on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. I, but the thing is that I, I've definitely gotten more critical of it over time. I wouldn't call it a good game, but I wouldn't call it a bad game. My main main issue isn't with the controller or anything. I just think the stages are too short. Game's yep. just too easy. Yeah. Overall, it's too easy. Like, even the end game stages can be beaten in, like, a minute, minute and a half. Yeah. Mm. But I it's not a bad game. It has some really good ideas. Oh, no, I agree. I fully agree. It's And it's kind of when I, when I played it for the first time, my first immediate thought was, this is an extra ADD Sonic, if that makes sense. I mean, like, it's, it's meant to be done in, like, bite-sized chunks. So you don't really feel satisfied whenever you finish a level or whenever you mm. do anything. It's like you do want more, but at the same time, you don't want more because you weren't really impressed by it. But you're not you're not angry with it. You're yeah. just kind of there. It's solid, but that's about it. I can't say anything more about it. It's like straight like if I were to rank all the Sonic, like the mainline Sonic games coming soon, the G to the next level, if I wanted to rank all the Sonic games I would tell you right now, Sonic Forces would be right in the middle, right in the middle, because like I, I can't say it's it's a solid game. It, it's a, to me, but I will always say with Forces that it is a, it was a step in the right direction, and I will defend that that it definitely was a step in the right direction, even if it wasn't mind blowing. Yeah, I'd argue it's the other biggest. Excuse me, I'd argue it's the other biggest issues. They released that literally months after Mania. Yeah, that was an awful decision. They uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm early. not gonna quip on that. That was an awful decision. Because the thing is, by that, would it be fair to say they inadvertently made them compete with themselves. They did, because and Mania was so good that it basically had big shoes to fill. That's kind of what I was trying to get at. It's like now you have to follow up after that. So what's the follow up after that? Oh, Sonic Forces. Oh, uh. you know, which is <laughs> yeah. unfortunate. You know, because I, I, like I said, I thought it was good. It was decent. Let me take that back. It was decent. It was serviceable. And I've well. always said this. This is a mantra of my channel and pretty much with anything here, too, is that I would rather play a bad game that I can actually maybe get some chuckles out of or I have something to talk about than a bland, boring game that goes nowhere and I don't really have anything to say. That's kind of Sonic Forces, unfortunately. You know, oh, I was going to mm -hmm. say, that's the same argument on why I'd say I'd rather play Sonic 06 over... So that's the timer going off. And you're uh, talking about Sonic 06. That's a perfect time Dang to it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but 
I was really hoping I could like squeeze in there and shoot a free throw before the timer, but well, here, <laughs> no let's, such let's, luck. Let's all let's all get our final thoughts in. Mine's just gonna be. This is why I say Son I would rather play Sonic 06 over Sonic Labyrinth because Sonic 06 is maybe the worst game I've ever played, but Sonic Labyrinth is boring. Sonic 06 is funny and bad. Labyrinth is boring, and that's almost worse. I'd argue being boring is worse than being bad, because at least if your game's terrible, it's memorable. Yeah. I think I'd have to say I would actually rather play Sonic 06 than Shadow the Hedgehog, if that makes a lot of sense. Really? Yeah. I have a, I have a lot of problems. In fact, I'm planning on doing an entire video on it. I, I don't really do um, like single-game reviews anymore. But I would like to do something about Shadow because I've had this kind of thought in my mind for a while, and while I feel why I feel that it is the most nothing game in the entire Sonic franchise, oh, and that, yeah, that one it's only gotten worse over time too. <laughs> because like the game, it, it doesn't play awfully. Some of the stage designs garbage, but like it's so over the top and stupid that it's. A, it takes itself so seriously, I can't help but laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah, but then you actually play it, and it's like, uh... <laughs> My last closing thought, super duper quick, because I know we're butting right up against the time limit. I enjoy Sonic Heroes, and people dunk on it. That's my final thought. Sonic Heroes fucking rocks. I love Sonic yeah, Heroes. Yeah, it does. We're Sonic Heroes! <laughs> I'll say this one last thing. Sonic Spinball is good. You just need to get good. Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> and on that, fire! Fiery <laughs> comment. Gee, would you like to plug where people can find you? Absolutely. Yes, yes you can find me on YouTube. YouTube.com slash G to the next level. You can also find me on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash G to the next level. And I am also on Twitter and Instagram as well. Excellent. Awesome. And then, uh, of course, I'm Jamie, and you can uh, suggest episodes for the podcast either by D DMing me on Twitter at Stuff We Play, uh, join the Stuff We Play Discord server, where uh, the links to that are in the uh, description of each podcast, or by emailing me at jamie at stuffweplay.com. Jazzy, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, you can look forward to seeing some videos from me on the main channel pretty soon wink wink and then i'm also available in the stuff we play discord um jasmine starshine number zero 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 one yes awesome. i'm looking forward to those videos jazzy oh, oh my yeah. god thank you that actually means a lot. I, i'm actually kind of blushing right now thank you <laughs> <laughs> no they're legit really good i'm really pumped for them i'm excited you want to put those on my channel which is good as well because long story short you want to have to worry about the youtube monetization thing we're running this co-op style so yeah also you can be reached at jazzy at stuffweplay.com as well you're official yes i have an email now awesome yeah, you're all official yeah. thank you i had that same thought when i got my email too i was just like i'm a business now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was going to say i've never had an email address that was my name at a real domain name.com so this is really cool look at me <laughs> we're a real business now yeah we are <laughs> we are you remember you can still buy festive papa shirts <laughs> but anyways on that note thank you very much for listening stay classy and we'll see you 
next time. <laughs> See ya. Take care.